welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. My name's Dan, thank you for listening. This is the podcast where we try and figure out whether facts are really facts or are utter bilging nonsense after all. Uh, as always, I've bought three things for you. We'll find out how Pokemon is helping like a random island's economy. Also, why there's a little bit of Sonic in all of us. And why no one knew that he was Luke's father. That's on my end. Connor is here as well. What have you got for us, mate? So we're going deep this week with three nonsense facts. One about pillows and kitchens. Another one about Korean people. And something about saliva, which is completely and utterly bonkers. Oh, right. What have you learned? Right, Mark is also here. What have you got for us? Please, nothing controversial. It's fine. I have two things you thought you knew, but perhaps not. And finally, it's December. I've got a Christmas fact. Nice. Christmas fact. It's all on the way. Stay there. It's a brand new baffle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, welcome along. It's a brand new episode of your favorite podcast. How are we? Yeah, good. We very really do like slow burn chatter at the start. I think you you tried to do it, but I just I just want the facts in your ears. Yeah, no, it's nice to have a little bit of a chitter chatter. I'll talk about how the week's gone. Like Mark, for example, big things. He's now in a house with his girlfriend, a new place. These are things that are happening in our lives, Daniel. It's true. I currently have uh Dan and Connor can obviously see this. I currently have a a big blanket basically draped over what is a lot of IKEA furniture that I haven't yet been bothered to deal with. So I'm going with the mantra of if I hide it away, it doesn't exist and I can ignore it for another week. Here's That's what, legit, right? Here's what I can see through your screen. Uh, it's the ultimate mark thing. So you've got your NFL, Miami Dolphins. You've got, you're wearing a jumper, which is, I don't know, like Grumpy, one of the seven dwarfs. Yeah. Disney, check, check. Then on your mantelpiece over there, your window ledge, You've got your degree. So it's, you know what? I, I love sport. I love fun, kooky Disney stuff. And, and don't forget, guys, I'm clever. There you go. That's basically it. That's the, it's the three things that I feel like I need to present. Just last week, you said I had nothing. You said I was boring. You said Mark Christopher Heads. What's that? This week, check, 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 bringing them all for you. You know, last week we was talking about like um, the three of us and the fact that we all do things like if somebody was going to make a document, it would be Mark. If someone was not going to blah, blah, blah. If somebody was going to have their degree on the windowsill, it would definitely be Mark. What's funny yeah. is it's all it's all like premeditated. So, you know, I think they call it Maison Sen, which is when like proper big directors, well, where directors put stuff in the back of your shot to show things. Mark's, Mark, you've put all of those there to be like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not boring. I'm not what you said last week, but the things that you've chosen to show is 
NFL, one of the most popular sports in the world, Disney, again, one of the biggest music, uh, movie companies in the I'm world. Very niche, guys. And very your, niche. And your degree. Degrees are notably hard to come by in England at the moment as well. Yeah, so I've chosen three niche things just to show that oh, I'm so hipster. I think I the only mistake... The only mistake you've made, Mark, is the degree being on what looks like maybe the second bedroom in the flat. If it was me, the degree would be just below the TV or somewhere where people see. So it's kind of like a, you know they've seen it, they know they've seen it, but it's just an underlying thing that, you know, Mark's got a degree. Well, see, this, this, is, this is what I'm thinking for this room, right? So this is like my little office room, which is going to be the spare bedroom as well. So whenever anyone comes and stays, they're going to, you know, see the degree on the, uh, on the windowsill. I've also got uh, a honorary lifelong membership of my uh, students' union as well for services to media. And then I've got my Guinness World Records in a box back there as well. So, you know, this is going to be the room where they really appreciate how much I've achieved in life. Services uh, to whilst, media. Well, while staying over here and being like, oh, thanks so much for letting me stay at your place. But I'm like, yeah, really, it's just a propaganda room. That's what this is. This is what we have to be is honest room. here. What we have to be is honest here. And this is an honest pod. We're all friends, right? The things that Mark has just said are quite sad. <laughs> but the fact that they're displayed on the windowsill, Daniel, do you not agree? Takes it to a whole other level, doesn't it, of Mark heads and the world that he lives in. Uh, you just, you know, when he's older with a wife and kids, there'll be the family that all, all, <laughs> yeah. all over their front room, they'll have those those trophies no 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 the, the photos like the family photos against the white background that you get when everyone's doing oh, like a different it. you sad, absolutely know a different it. like yes. hey crazy pose right um mark sorry we've taken the piss a little bit so you know um prove that you're not sad and give us da, 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 your first fact of the show okay right fact number one i'm, I'm gonna start with the question question for you connor how many senses does a human being have okay uh i believe it's Six, five or six. Off the top okay, of my name, head. name them for me. Name the six. So you got scent, taste, vision, sight, hearing, and touch. Would that be a sense? I don't know if they come into it, but five. No, there's vision and sight there, uh, which was a <laughs> high. I, I, I do enjoy that you put vision. And no, sight no, 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 no. Separate Vi- senses. Vision and sight. I wasn't sure what word would be used. It would be sight. It's, it's so fine. yeah, five. Five? Five. Yeah, not six, because, you know, famously there was the film The Sixth Sense. Well, actually, we have at least nine, although some people believe that we have 21. There are four more commonly agreed senses. They are thermoception, which is the sense of heat or the absence of it from our skin. Uh, Nosipetion, which is the perception of pain from skin, joints and body organs. Uh, Proprioception which is also known as body awareness. So the unconscious knowledge of where our body parts are without being able to see or feel them. And I've just realized I haven't written the fourth one down. So let me just double check it. I oh, I've got book. it for you, Mark. Mark, I've got what? it for you. I know what the fourth one is. What is it, mate? It's the fourth one is uh, equilibrioception, which is uh, our sense of balance. Now, okay. okay. I'm coming. So I'm just coming straight in. have at right. least nine senses, you, not five. You, t- you take it away, Connor, because I'm. Uh, I want to get on this. Me and Dan are on the same page here. This is, for me, personally, in the 35 episodes, the most nonsense fact <laughs> I've heard. It's just isn't it? Yeah, like, it's complete. So, uh, like... This is commonly agreed among scientists. Three of those four are just variations of touch. So, the ability to judge when the air is hot or cold around you. 
that's because it's on your skin, that's touch. When you, when you feel pain, that's touch. Where, knowing where your arms and legs are, how is that a thing? Balance, that's not a sense as well, that's just stuff in your ears. It's just utter, utter codswallop, really is. I want to sit you down with what there are, there are some people, some scientists who argue that there are as many as 21 different, tu- what? different yeah, senses. This is, this is so ridiculous. That includes hunger, thirst, the sense of depth and meaning and of language. Mm. That's another one as well. I just, I just think all that- you're doing, all it- you're doing is digging into to, to one sense a bit more. Like Dan's yeah. totally right. I'm you with just, you. you. The, 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 the reason there are five, like there may be more if you were like, totally breaking up, but the reason there are five is because they're catch-all. Like sight. Yeah, I can see things. I'm not having one sense when I can see a tree, another sense when I can see the colour red, one sense when I can see a gin bottle. It's one thing, not having it. Hey, I'm just going on what scientists are saying here. I, I, I don't know, I think... I think touch is different to the sense of heat, for example, because you're not touching heat. You're not touching. Like I can tell right now that I probably should put the radiators on because it's a little bit chilly in this room. I'm not touching anything to know that. I'm just being and I have a sense of the heat or the absence of it in this case. So I would say that a sense is it's when you're and like it's slight, slight nuance with this, but it's when like your physical body is coming into contact with something, is aware of something that is outside of you. So when you touch something, when you see something, hear, taste, smell something. Like the temperature of a room, that's just generally what happens. It's You're not coming into contact. It's just because you're in a place which is lowering your temperature. But you're therefore sort of saying that is, it... Therefore, that is another sense because you are sensing that. Not through. You're not seeing it. You're not touching it. You're not tasting it. You're not hearing it. It's a case of you. I've forgotten which one I haven't said. It's a case of you are feeling a sense of heat or a lack of heat. Connor, um, have you heard about Mark's 27th sense? No. Sadactiopia. <laughs> Sorry. It was an easy open goal. I thought it. Uh, yeah. I mean, you say that, that sounded like a, that, that sounded so forced. So forced. I love, yeah, I love the fact, you take I that. love the fact you tried it as well. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, you go with these things. Shove that in the bin. Connor, what's your first fact of the show? Well, if that's going in the bin, then I'm screwed here. 29th <laughs> of May. 29th of May is officially put a pillow on birthday. your fridge. No way. Yeah, it's my dad's birthday. How mental. Well, it's actually officially put a pillow on your fridge day. Pillow on your fridge or in your fridge? On your fridge. Very quickly, before we carry on, because it sounds quite fun. I do not want this podcast to descend into just the meaningless tripe days of the year that we had. Like, we can't all bring, oh, February the 17th is, oh, make love to a watermelon day. No. Well, 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 this is why I use this one, because I agree. You know, all this, like, steak (laughs) day, right? (laughs) After this... (laughs) That's the one you're going for. Of course it is. You know, look at him. After this, no more day facts. No more, uh, no more day facts. You're allowed your one. This is your one. The only reason I use this one is because it actually goes back in the day. You know, this isn't like a bunch of Essex lads that are down the pub that have, you know, put a little bit of uh, tweets and Instagram behind a day and it's ended up going viral. This goes back to the early 1900s, believe it or not. Um, where families would place a piece of cloth in their larders. That's what they used to do. It's celebrated in Europe and the USA to bring luck and wealth to the household and has now developed into put a pillow on your fridge day. The reason that I use this fact is for the simple thing of all of these kind of like things that people do that believe that it brings luck and fortune. 
Is it nonsense or do you think it actually does bring luck in life? Thing with this. I think you make your own luck. I um I <laughs> like I'm very con- like I'm very conscious that there's so much in the universe that we don't understand that doing things to to improve like your chances. I don't know like that that may happen. I don't know. So yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I think that's I think that's a possibility. But I just think it's a little bit <laughs> mental when you look at things like this that there are people out there that think right 29th of may this is the day that we need to put the pillow on the fridge because the luck and wealth is going to come to our, our house who, who does this sorry so it's actually celebrated in europe and the usa they don't do this they don't do but this. i reckon i reckon europe wise dan, like, dan has decided they don't do this do <laughs> i reckon europe, europe wise it's like you know a very strange part of Europe. What's a really weird country in Europe? I don't know, Connor. What is a really weird part of Europe? Well, I went to Italy once, and they were a bit nuts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and the USA. Yeah, I can see some 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 more strange places in the USA. Uh, I, I won't name any because all our listeners are from America. So hello. Uh, but yeah, I, I can imagine this being a thing. But I just no one does it. It's just something that happened in the eighteen seventeen hundreds, which someone's found and stuck on the internet. Come on. Come on! I think well, it's happy those... birthday, Mark's dad, and Mark, you know what you know what to do next time the 29th yeah, of May comes put, out. It's going to put a pillow on the fridge. I don't know why, but it does trigger my mind. I don't know if you guys ever see it on like Twitter and things like that, but you might scroll along and it will say uh, it will have like a picture of a watermelon with like a hamster in it, and it will be very random, and it will say retweet for a year's bad luck, a uh, year's good luck, miss it. Saying, why would you it. then retweet it? Well, yeah, I retweet like, Go it. on, sign me up. Yeah, sometimes I look at it if it gets in my head. takes <laughs> me over. Look, I think if there is luck or not in the world, the luck that might be there is not controlled by you retweeting a picture of a hamster inside a watermelon. All right, I think you're safe on that day, Con. Let me get to my first fact of the show. The island of Niue has Disney, Star Wars and Pokemon characters on their coins to p- boost their economy and their tourism. I mean, it hasn't worked because I've never heard of that before. No, neither have so I. It's clearly not working that well. It's an yeah. island kind of near New Zealand, that neck of the woods. And they wanted more people to go there. They wanted something to be famous for because, you know, no, no one has heard of them. Uh, so they decided to put these characters on their coins, on the Niue dollar. Uh, back in 2001... The, the idea of embossing Pokemon characters came on it. You had Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, all, all, all the classics, Meowth. And now they've moved into Disney and to Star Wars as well. All legal wow. tender. So people go there and also people collect the money. But then surely the money's escaping the country so that, yeah, I guess if the money's spreading everywhere, that's doing the economy a little, a little bit of good. Maybe. Have you seen the impact that Pokemon is having, though? Like, how much these they, they, those cards are actually worth? Like, there's first edition base pack Charmander cards that are worth, like, $300,000. I really wish I kept mine. Yeah, I don't know where mine are. This is the thing. I, I, would, I probably have a card that's worth some money. I just don't know where it is. Somewhere. It's hidden away somewhere. I, th- I feel like there's loads of, like, I used to have loads of Beano comics, and if you have, a, like, a large collection of those now, they're worth a load. Couldn't tell you where they are could yeah. not tell you where they are yeah but it's worth a lot of money and i will how long is it oh they're probably worth a lot they're probably worth a lot no idea where they are and i'm not going to look for them but oh probably worth a lot it caused a lot of friction mm. at all schools i remember um like i remember a kid trying to beat me up once just because i did a little did a little shifty action on him and swapped 
like some incredible zap dose for like a machop because he'd only just got his thing and machop was like base base level you know yeah base yeah. level base uh, and then basic uh, all pokemon then his mum had to come around and have a go swap it back oh, well actually in the terms and conditions that no one ever reads as we've discovered because of the apple thing uh yeah that should be mine but you know did you just say sorry i said no swapsies i can imagine young dan as well like you know what dan gets like you can imagine like the woman knocks on the door she's like right she starts talking to dan's mum, and dan just comes walking through he's like no 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 let me just explain this to you a minute and he just breaks down exactly what has happened here i probably would have done that and can you imagine my my voice was in even higher pitch than it is at the moment and then just like that your mum yells down daniel i'm out the bath the water's yours next mark give us your second fact of this show in a shock to no one films have lied to us so it is incredibly unlikely that if you end up in an asteroid belt you will actually collide with anything so think of all the sci-fi films. Think of the amount of times that they get in trouble in an asteroid storm or an asteroid belt. And they're like, oh no, we can't avoid this. And then suddenly you're like, oh my God, I'm like the best driver ever. And then you see all these evasive maneuvers and these incredible things. Well, in truth, that wouldn't happen. Asteroid belts are incredibly desolate places. Generally, the gap between large asteroids, so asteroids which are big enough to be able to do damage to a spaceship, is around 2 million kilometers that is how far apart asteroids that are big enough to do damage to your spaceship are two million kilometers or for those who like the imperial system one and a quarter million miles it's it's a very very good space fact there's not like there's not much i can we can do with it because i'm never going to go and I've, to be honest i've never really seen a film where people are driving space cars around asteroids but i'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on that one it's yeah very very good and it's not surprising because it's literally space there's a lot of gaps between these things i will admit that against the vastness of space an asteroid belt is very busy there is a lot going on but when you look at it on its own it is a very empty space and there's a lot of gap between it so if you find yourself in an asteroid belt, don't worry. The chances are you probably won't even see a single asteroid. Con um, it's been silent on Connor's end. I imagine he tuned out five seconds into that talk. I, I listened. I took it in. Um, my response is completely minimal. I, I, I have absolutely nothing to say. Not, not keen? No, keen. Keen. Like, interested. Still working out what an asteroid is and sure. still imagining... How, how many kilometres a million is and how far that would be. What episode are we in now? Is this 135? Uh, episode 35, yeah. Oh, episode 35. Episode 35. So, that's, <laughs> just, so, so that's Connor, come the end, we've done what? Um, hang on. 34 times 9 plus 3. Connor, we've done 309 facts in this show. At what le like, what, where does that rank in the whole of the 309, that fact? Where does it come? Okay, so I would give it like top quarter for the simple reason of there's there's good there's good like it's a very good fact that like you definitely probably don't know and you would enjoy it. It's also got nice reference to film. I like that. I don't know whether Mark put that in or whether that was the way the fact was read. Bit but if he, I like that. I like that. It's kind of like storytelling. It's all about it's kind of like giving it relatability for the audience, you know. And I like that. But for me, it's kind of like. I, 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 my mind starts wandering and I'm a bit like, this is a bit in depth and a bit crazy and I just allow it to be what it is. Because you forget, Mark, kind of you forget, Mark, that 
space, in particular asteroid belts, are, I mean, at least at least fifty miles away from Brentwood. So Connor really doesn't it's care. It's, it's too it's too far away for that. It's too far away. I'm I'm seeing a snapshot into what's going to happen when we get our ITV Prime Time uh, fact based reality show, where like people come on to become like the fourth member of Baffled. Yeah, got to wow us with facts, and we're sat there with big buzzers. Yeah, I literally cannot wait. Beep it, rank it, seven, out they go. Beep it, rank it. Sounds like a really weird version of Bop It. Yeah, Beep it, rank it, fact it. Stick that idea down in the good idea pile, though. A little, a little prime time TV show that wouldn't go amiss, and that's a good idea. So, what are you give a number? What are we saying? Top quarter. So that's what top seventy-five. So fiftieth, fiftieth best fact. Yeah. Good, good fact. Mine's about to be top five with what I'm about to deliver. When you remember all of them, what in your mind right now is the ver- is number one? What's the best fact you can remember ever hearing on this show? The best fact I've ever heard on this show is definitely got to be when I told you guys that the toothpaste on a toothbrush is called a nerdle. <laughs> Bottom fact was that one of our bloody Popeye's son's names or whatever it was called. Oh, Peepie Poopie. Jesus. Oh, that was actually... Oh, mate, that was a close second. Maybe even first. I love that. Connor, what's your second fact of the show? Most Korean people don't have armpit odour. Right, okay. (laughs) Why do they not? So only 0.006% of the Korean population have the ABCC11 gene, which is the cause That's of my favourite of all the genes. Just, yeah, behind, we, just, just above Levi's. Yeah. Yes, uh, bloody love it. Yes, very yeah, very good. There he is. Yeah. It's a well, good pun. Thank you very which much. Is, uh, which is actually the cause of armpit odour. So that gene causes armpit odour. And as a result, deodorants are rarely sold in Korea. Do they still sweat through their armpits? Do you know? Yeah, so this, so I actually went in to look at this. I think they have sweat glands, but the actual gene itself is what causes the smell. So that ABCC11 gene is what causes the odor itself as opposed to the body sweating. So, like, for example, with me, I don't really sweat that much. <laughs> Why do you no, 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 no. Like, I understand no, it. I understand. No, this is interesting. Let me paint though. a picture for you. I, I don't really sweat that much. I don't. Like, when I'm Andrew. working out... When I'm playing football, I'm never like dripping with sweat. I never have like sweat patches. You don't sweat a lot. I'll have have odor. I'll definitely have odor. So the ABCC11 gene is what causes the odor, not the sweat. Korean people, 0.006% have the gene. So therefore, not a lot of deodorants sold in Korea. So you're, you're like the opposite to a Korean person. Exactly. And I tell you what, that is what you call a fact, boys. Yeah, top five fact, though. Top 10. Top 10. Really good fact. You actually being honest or is this sarcasm? No, I think it's really good. It's a, it's a fantastic fact. There was a part of me that had to completely legitimise this for the simple reason as ABCC11 gene does sound like someone you'd make up. You know, so ABC, pretty obvious. Bang another C on what kind of makes it sound a little bit trickier. Then 11, that's oh, the first number. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, it's definitely fake. But no, it is a thing. I Yeah, that is a fact. What what did you, what was the precise percentage again so I can get it right over the Foster's top? This is only zero point zero zero six percent of the Korean population have the ABCC one one gene. No, really enjoyed that. It's one of those ones I am going to research more into as to why they do not stink uh, when this show is done. So let's get on with it. Oh, uh, it's my my turn now, isn't it? Talking about genes, actually, Sonic the Hedgehog is inside all of us. Uh, the gene 
and protein that separates your right brain from your left and makes sure you have two eyes is called sonic hedgehog. That is the name of the gene. The gene symbol is SHH. Um, and it was inspired by the comic book because it looks spiky in appearance. So it's kind of the thing that, you know, when you think, I don't know, is it creative with your right brain, logical with your left brain, all of that. The, the gene that makes that happen when you are born is called Sonic Hedgehog Gene. It's quite cool. Is this legitimate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're actually being serious? Yeah, because the, the doctor who named it, uh, Robert Riddle, was inspired by a comic, the Sonic comic that his daughter was reading, and he noticed it because it was spiky. I mean, this is uh, essentially if you discover something, you can name it whatever the heck you want. There needs to be some rules in this, doesn't it? It's the whole boat, boat, boat face thing. Someone should have sat down and gone, nah, nah, mate, nah, nah. Yeah, like I think if you have an opportunity to name something, linking in with the Korean fact, instead of going the A B C C one gene, you just call it as "don't stink like thing," wouldn't you? Something like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Talking about naming, Connor, um, when you eventually have children have you given any thoughts to what names they're going to be 100 percent. Mm, what are they is it connor jr so the the name for a boy is what i was called for the first week of my life and then got changed because my mom is very no, hormonal we've discussed, didn't dylan. Like it. we've discussed dylan dylan no dylan. no you can't and have it you can't if have it dylan. was a girl if it dylan. was a girl if it was a girl i quite i quite like um like daisy Daisy's a nice name. We've we've had yeah. we oh hang on we're very strong on the D's. We've had this discussion. Yeah, I like Daisy. I we've like had this Daisy. discussion. Nice Dylan, you, it's just the name that a mum shouts at a kid who's being a shit outside Sainsbury's. That is the and name. That is what Connor's kid is going to be. Let's be honest. Imagine, just imagine, right? If me and Dan end up with kids going to the same school, and we're in the playground together, and it's like Dan. Can't, I mean, the podcast has gone by then. We've fallen much, out. It's too much podcast. interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we've fallen out. out of the car. Yeah, we've solved the shares. We're living in the millions. I'm dobbing. If, 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 we're, if our kids are at the same school, I'm dobbing you into the police uh, as the culprit for a local kidnapping, I think. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what would be Dan, Dan, Dan's kid would be the kid that goes to school with the lunchbox and the made sandwich and the fruit and everything like that. My kid would go to school All with, in a briefcase. with the fingerprint that would get the pizza and the cookies. Yeah, yeah, that that's classic. No, I think mine mine would have a little bit of cash, but yeah, yeah, yours would be. You'd <laughs> have a little bit of cash. Your, 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 yours would be the one that's just like gets in late, gets in in an absolute stay, constantly just, and you're thinking, just set an alarm, mate. No, my mum doesn't have an alarm. All of that. Oh, my dad what, works I'll tonight. Tell you what, that right? kind of stuff. Mark's one. He would have <laughs> all the badges that he's ever got <laughs> swimming on his blazer, wouldn't he? Yeah. He would. You know he would, it. He'd walk so out. Scouts badges, so I'm on as well. Yeah, he'd have everything. Mark would sew all of the badges on his rucksack. He'd wear blazer, mate. He'd wear, he'd wear the Velcro shoes as well, where when you hit the hill, they light up. Oh, no, I never had those. Never liked those. Geox. No, no, no. Too shoes much. to breathe. Too, no, too, Mark, much going on Mark's kid, too much going on. Shoes should be practical. Mark's kid would be in laces up. when he's three years Absolutely. old. Being three years old. Wearing proper class school shoes when he's three training regime to tie his shoelaces perfectly by the time he's three okay just before we move on from this fact right if you could if you could uh nominate a sandwich that sums up each of our kids in their lunchbox how have we got here so i, I personally think that mark's sandwich of choice would be a cheese and pickle i feel like that no. is no he's ham uh, he's, he's ham just ham 
Maybe ham just cheese. ham. Yeah. Ham no, 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 no. Just ham with like a bit of like flora. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love a bit of flora. Good, good for the old antioxidant. I feel like Dan would be the 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 the, the, the type. The kid would have that sandwich where like they've got like the seeded granary with a little bit of spinach. You know, like he's he's just trying a bit too hard. No, I'm. You know I'm, what I mean? I'd be peanut butter and peanut butter. I reckon me PB and J maybe. What would mine be? Chocolate, chocolate spread all over. <laughs> you would just send him off with a Dairy Lee Dunkable, and that'd be yeah. It. No, he'd be, he'd be the kid. And there was always this kid at school um, that always has like the newest lunch fad in their box. So when it was Dunkables, Dunkables, when they had that the pepperoni cheese string, it'd be one of those. They'd be like the multicolored chocolate spreads. You'd have about fifty different flavors of Baby Bell. That'd be you. And every day, your kid would open up the lunchbox and he'd see all that in there and go, "Oh no, I've picked up my dad's lunchbox again." <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a f- doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail, they've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version, out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast, or go to podfollow.com slash Scrooge. Buff humbug. Right, before we crack on with the last set of facts for today, remember you can always get in touch if you want to say hello, if you want to give us a fact, if you want to completely eviscerate the name Dylan, do it info at baffledpod.com. Mark, what is in the inbox today? Uh, I've got a few, but, you know, we'll just choose one because I'm lazy. Uh, hello to Susan, uh, who says, hello, our family loves listening to you guys in the car. I'm a mum of three boys and we can all get a laugh from your show. I can't say that we have a fam- a favourite host. You all bring something to the table and I really love the dynamics I am of the host. personalities I am together. the host. So by We're default, all... I am your favourite host. These oh, are the shut two. Up, you... host, These are the two. Up, you... These other two are contributors. 
All I'm saying is read the contract. We're all listed as host. Uh, I can't say they have, have you a favorite host. Have you not seen Mark's bio? It actually states one out of three. One of third baffled. baffled. One third uh, baffled. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we are a collective. Okay? Exactly. Come as a three. Uh, you all bring something to the table and I really love the dynamic of your personalities together. I will admit that Connor does get a lot of laughs from the boys, but I'm sure that's no surprise to you. I could do with less poop humour, but I'm in the minority. <laughs> I, this is the bit that I like about the email. I also wanted to point out, I think you're totally wrong about the name Colin. The name Colin may be associated with being boring in England. Oh, I'm Colin. But certainly not here in the US. Co Colin. One of my boys is named Colin. Oh, right. He's far from boring. Right, sorry. Oh, so, no. So very we quickly. Cannot, we, 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 so very, very quickly. Hold on. Very, very, hold on. Very, no, 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 Very quickly. No, but no, because I, because I, was the one that, I was the one that brought up the Colin thing. So I apologize, Susan, to your son called Colin. I'm sure he is... I'm sure he's amazing. In, in American films, like when I'm watching American Pie or something like that, Colin is always like the slightly, slightly stoned kind of kid, like that, like kind of fun, happy-go-lucky, but slightly stoned kid. I'm sure your son is smarter than all of that, but you have to realise here in the UK, Colin is the second most boring name in the world, beaten only by Mark Christopher Heads. And also, um, young Colin, if you're in the car right now listening, do not worry, mate, because the kid that made the judgment about your name is Dan Simpson. And just have a little Google. I think there's a few pictures of him on a red carpet once upon a time. It will make you feel tons better. Don't worry about it, bud. <laughs> that, is, that was a particularly low point in, in my showbiz life. Sweat from <laughs> talking right. Yeah, talking uh, of sweat. Christ, I wish I was North Korean then. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get in touch, um, um, look, if I ever slag off your name, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's info at baffledpod.com. It's time for our last... I, I, I can't believe as well that the, the, the kid that goes at the mm. names is Dan. Like Dan, like that's the name, Dan, like Dan. Dan's a like, great name. It's three letters. No, it's not. Backwards, it's Nad. It's not a great name. Yeah, but your name backwards is Ronock. What's that? <laughs> incredible. Ronock. <laughs> you understand that incredible? It's like Irish for Connor. Ronock. Mm -hmm. It'd have a lot of E's and V's in it if it was Irish for Connor. Mark, what's your last fact? If you want more money for Christmas, move to Norway. So the Norwegian government offers a tax break to its citizens in the month of November so that they have extra money right before Christmas. I'm sick of it. I am you? sick of it in the UK. You, you hear about these things right, <laughs> all over the world. All these extra things. Like apparently, in, I think it's like Sweden, you get paid to go to school. Over here, you are lucky to get hot chips from McDonald's. Like, seriously. What's the crack, though? Like, what, what are we... Like, seriously, though, it's a, it's a joke. If Boris or any of those lot are listening to this, what is happening here? Imagine what they have in their McDonald's in, like, Norway and Sweden. Ooh. McYeti. Seriously. Like Actually, you just find... Like, it's, it's sprinkled with gold nuggets oh, that you can really? just take away and change in for money at the bank. Scandinavians... Clever. Are, well, it is very clever because then... Scandinavians, they'll, they'll put, how do we get there? Because they'll put it... <laughs> on a plane. Yeah, because yeah, because Norway... And, we've been talking about Norway and Sweden, which is in Scandinavia. Um, but it's because they're going to put that into the economy, aren't they? So it's very smart. But they are always the happiest places to live, like Denmark and these places. I think they always come out top of the happiest places to live. I think also it's so cold and so... You're just happy, aren't you? Happy for what you get. through the winter that you have to. You've got to give them something. Yeah. You also don't pay any tax at all in June randomly why june that best month best month my birthday best month national holiday yeah and i'm fairly holiday. certain it is because then it gives them all more money to pay for uh, amazing presents for connor
Connor, what's your last fact of the show? During your lifetime, you will produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools. Mm, it's amazing, isn't it? How big are the swimming pools, though? Olympic size. Olympic size. It's, that's the that's the rate. Fifty that we, meters. That's 50. the rate we go on. Actually, pools. that is fifty meters precisely. Actually, so just to, and actually, we'll have a depth of around about two point six two meters. Simmer down. Simmer so down. many cubic meters. So I sorry, now have. Sorry, Colin um, just came in there to give us some information. I have to research and break down for you because you know this is what I do now. So absolutely, an average love it. human, an average human produces one to two liters of saliva each day which is a maximum of 730 litres per year, if you just look on like an average, right? The average life expectancy is just over 70 years, they say, which gives you a maximum of 51,100 litres of saliva produced in an average lifetime. And that is enough to fill two swimming pools. Imagine how much you're making when you're on TikTok, just like... Talking of TikTok, I've completely deleted my TikTok and I'm going down a new avenue with it. Yeah, I noticed this. I watched one of your videos. Of that. What's, what's he doing? Well, I saw one of you the other day where, again, you were just... No, what were you doing? Again, what I think you need to learn is you need the punchline for these things. The one I saw the other day was like you sticking on glasses and you were going, oh, when you come out of yeah. tier two. And it was like, that was, there was no punchline to it. There was no punchline. Like, I don't understand why those are tier two vibes. You don't need punchlines. All you need is good vibes <laughs> and, a, and a groove. Is that There's it? no punchlines. So, so talk to me about the new... Uh, where can people follow you on TikTok? Uh, it's at Connor X Knight, as are all the socials. I like to do this for influ- influencing reasons. So of course, if you do work with me brand-wise, then I am the same across all the board. So therefore, it just kind of all matches, you know? So what will people so get boring. if they... What, what? Where's the new direction you're taking at Connor X Knight? Uh, what, the TikTok? Just, you know, creative uh, influences, thinking about things a little bit more. <laughs> Taking the what you said, Dan, about... Are you uh, just saying buzzwords? That's what it was before. He's deleted it. Oh, I deleted all my stuff. I'm going to take it in a new oh, direction. What direction is that? The direction that every single person on the internet is trying to take it. Oh, just like making creative, funny little videos, you know? Oh, you know, you know. I, I don't know if you've heard of this, guys, but I'm just going to do fun things. <laughs> Next week, breathing with Connor Knight. Right, last fact of the show. Did you know that when filming The Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, every actor except Luke and the guy who voiced Darth Vader knew that Spoiler, Darth was Luke's father. No one else knew. When, so David Prowse, who, rest in peace by the way, he just died, uh, he did, the, he was the physical Darth Vader, and he said, no, Obi-Wan killed your father, and then they dubbed over James Earl Jones going, no, Luke, I am your father. So there you go, no one knew, only two people. Okay, I, I appreciate that this is probably a good fact. I am completely lost because I've never seen Star Wars. Oh, wow, you're one of those people. How have you never seen Star Wars? Yeah, like, and, you know, all I can be is honest. So I can imagine that is a great fact, but I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about. I've never, ever seen Star Wars in my life. It kind of passed It's also one of the most misquoted movie lines of all time. Oh, here we go. Never, ever seen it. Is is it good? Is it really good? Like, is it good in a sense of... Yeah. Is it good because it's Star Wars or is it actually really, really good? Mm. Like Harry Potter is incredible. Is it good or is it just because it's this massive thing, this empire of a film that everyone's like, ah, Star Wars, like Lord of the Rings? I think it's all right. I think it's okay. I I think it's good. I think it's it's definitely worth a watch. What is the actual line? So the line is, no, I am your father. But obviously a lot of people, the most miscommon quote of it is, Luke, I am your father. Is that right? It says Luke. 
is. It is just no. I am your father. And, well, when they were acting it, when they were doing the scene, the guy who did Darth Vader didn't even say that. He said, no, Obi-Wan killed your father. Not gonna lie, boys, you have lost me there. I think it's time to wrap it. No idea what you're talking about. It's my job as the host to do that, so... It's now time to finish this week's episode of Baffled. Thank you very much for listening. What have we learned? It's been a busy one. Well, if you went to Korea, you would absolutely reek. Also, no matter what anyone says, I assure you... You only have five senses. And Mark has a degree. Let's all bask in the glory of his fantastic accomplishment. Thank you for listening. Not even a good one. We will see you next week. Uh, Say goodbye, Connor. Hi, gents. Um, I've enjoyed this week. If you do want any tips on TikTok, anyone listening, anybody out there, do feel free to email me. Uh, It's connorlifestyle at gmail.com. Also, say goodbye, Mark. I'm so bored of him. And and I'll say goodbye as well. I'm going to go and reinvent social media. I'm going to put music on it. I'm going to put hashtags. I'm going to try and reach as many people as possible. Oh my God, no one's ever done that. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.